0: Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The
1: Liturgical Scripture Readings for Easter Sunday, The Resurrection of the Lord. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter proceeded to speak and said, You know what has happened all over Judea, beginning in Galilee after the baptism that John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good and healing all those oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses of this, all that he did, both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. This man God raised on the third day, and granted that he would be visible, not to all the people, but to us, the witnesses chosen by God in advance, who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. He commissioned us to preach to the people and testify that he is the one appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead, to him all the prophets bear witness, that everyone who believes in him will receive forgiveness of sins through his name. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad.
1: This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad.
0: Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Let the house of Israel say, His mercy endures forever.
1: This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad.
0: The right hand of the Lord has struck with power. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. I shall not die, but live, and declare the works of the Lord.
1: This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad.
0: The stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord this has been done. It is wonderful in our eyes.
1: This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. A reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Colossians. Brothers and sisters, if then you were raised with Christ, seek what is above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Think of what is above, not of what is on earth, for you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ your life appears, then you too will appear with Him in glory. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. The Sequence Christians to the Paschal Victim Offer your thankful praises. A lamb the sheep redeems, Christ, who only is sinless, reconciles sinners to the Father. Death and life have contended in that combat stupendous. The Prince of Life who died reigns immortal. Speak, Mary, declaring what you saw wayfaring. The tomb of Christ who is living the glory of jesus's resurrection bright angels attesting the shroud and napkin resting yes christ my hope is arisen to galilee he goes before you christ indeed from death is risen our new life obtaining have mercy victor king ever reigning amen alleluia a reading from the holy gospel according to john
1: glory to you o lord
0: On the first day of the week, Mary of Magdala came to the tomb early in the morning while it was still dark, and saw the stone removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and told them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter and arrived at the tomb first. He bent down and saw the burial cloth there, but did not go in. When Simon Peter arrived after him, he went into the tomb and saw the burial cloth there, and the cloth that had covered his head not with the burial cloth, but rolled up in a separate place. Then the other disciple also went in, the one who had arrived at the tomb first, and he saw and believed, for they did not yet understand the Scripture that he had to rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. He is risen, alleluia!
0: He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Happy
1: Easter. Yes,
0: happy Easter. And we're going to be able to say that for a long time. Next 50 days, right? Yep.
1: Lent has ended and we are now into the Easter season, which is, yes, a 50-day season. You know, Kevin, I really miss the alleluia responses and praying the Gloria, you know, the way we're supposed to do during the Mass because the alleluia response and the Gloria prayers, they are omitted during Masses, uh, during the Lenten season. But with this in mind, I've got a little pop quiz okay, for you. <laughs> okay,
0: bring it on. There's
1: one mass during the lenten season that we do pray the Gloria. And what is it? So, there's a little hint, yeah, okay. a, a little hint to help you think about it. Right. So, the solemnity falls 9 months before Christmas Day. There's your hint.
0: Oh, nine Well, that would be the Feast of the Annunciation. That's
1: the only Mass really? during the Lenten season that we ah, pray the Gloria. That, thank
0: you for that hint, because I was thinking, Palm Sunday? No. Laetare <laughs> Sunday? No. I wasn't sure. Thank you for the hint. Wow. There, very interesting. Is that right?
1: Yes, it is. And the only reason I know is that I was sitting next to a friend who had opened her Magnificat and pointed it out to me during the Mass. So I thought, okay, that's
0: ah, good. See, we learned something. Yes, we Very did. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, hey, I, I brought some a little trivia myself here. so. Folks might remember that Easter is actually the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox, which means that there is a range of Easters. The earliest Easter that can ever happen on our calendar is March 22nd and the latest can be April 25th. We're kind of in the middle of about April 9th this year. Um, so anyway, the little trivia here is the next time we will have a March 22nd Easter will be in the year 2285. <laughs>
1: uh yeah i'm not planning to be here <laughs> I don't at think that I time will be so either.
0: so i don't need to worry about that one right uh, but the late one in april 25th will actually be in 2038 which is 15 years from now that's
1: a good possibility we
0: i i hope i'm around then but who knows what again think about all of the technology changes that have been happening in the last 15 years then carry that forward 15 right. years who knows what the commentary is going to look like at that time who i don't knows? know yeah i don't know we'll find out so uh anyway i uh hopefully we'll both be around for that we'll see <laughs> yeah but let's go ahead and hop into our, our readings today so this first reading uh, of course we read uh from the acts of the apostles all easter season uh we see how peter gives a beautiful synthesis of the entire gospel message in this reading about the life of baptism, public life, the passion, death, and resurrection of Christ, and of course then the church's mission.
1: Well, yeah, this is Peter's papal proclamation on the truths of the faith because after all remember peter was the first pope right and he is sharing the truth about the gospel and how the good news of salvation is not exclusively for the jews but it's for all people and he's also going on about the truth of the resurrection
0: yeah yeah again right here in the middle of this reading this man got raised on the third day i, I love the uh, the scripture reference from one corinthians from paul he writes this I deliver to you as of first importance what I also received that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures that he was buried that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures and that he appeared to Cephas then to the 12. So mm-hmm. we as Catholics and Christians have very, a very important decision to make, right? Whom do we worship? Are we and and if indeed Christ Jesus is indeed the God the Son, uh-huh. we are worshiping the true God. Right? If Christ is not God, the son, then we are in idol worship, right? So it's a very stark decision. Christians live and we need to decide if we indeed believe Christ is the son of God, then we indeed are worshiping the true God and how important that is in our lives.
1: That's it. Yeah,
0: exactly. And uh, then we have the end of this first reading here. He commissioned us, meaning the apostles, to preach to the people. That was the apostles main task. He didn't sit down and say, hey, write some books. Which were also very important, thankfully. Uh, He didn't go off and say other things. He said, I need you to preach the gospel to the people. And of course, that's really important for us to remember Mm -hmm. as we as really this church relies on holy scriptures, the apostolic tradition, and of course, the magisterium. And the
1: truth, not the watered down version.
0: That's exactly right. All the truth. Very good point. Well, we move into the second reading. This is from uh, the book of Colossians.
1: Yeah, and it's really good. These words from St. Paul, you know, they remind us that we are an alleluia people and that we should be living our lives with hearts that are filled with the promise of the resurrection and with the hope of salvation.
0: Yes, and if you look back, I, I love this reading, how it actually ties back to the fifth Sunday of Lent. It says here, Of course, seek what is above, right? Think of what is above. If you might remember, in the fifth Sunday of Lent, there was a decision we had to make. There was two ways to live: do we live according to the flesh, or do we live according to the Spirit? And of course, claiming Christ as our Lord, we want to live according to the Spirit. And through our baptism, Christians receive that Spirit and share in the glorious life of the risen Christ. And of course, then we are nourished by His Eucharist. And I think that. St. Ignatius of Antioch has a great quote on that being nourished by the Eucharist. It says, Neither the food that decays nor the pleasure of this world satisfy me. What I want is the bread of God, which is the flesh of Christ, born of the descendants of David, and I desire no other drink but his blood, which is a charity that is never corrupted. What a beautiful quote. And again, that nourishment, we come back to the sacraments of the church. And when we sin, we receive that sacrament of reconciliation through confession. And we are again, are nourished again. And we become hopefully more Christ-like during that on our path to sainthood.
1: (laughs) Now, now St. Ignatius, he's the one who got eaten by the lions, right? But the lions didn't.
0: Yeah, in fact, I think he was the one first uh, gave the term Christian in one of his letters as he was being led to Rome in in chains. That's right.
1: I love his story. Yep.
0: Well, we finish up in the gospel today. We see a very interactive, interesting interaction between John and Peter today, don't we?
1: Yes, we we do. And John gives an account of the resurrection, and he provides some interesting insight about how even the apostles, you know, they recognized the hierarchy of Peter as the one that Jesus appointed as the leader of the church. And today we call that the Pope, you know, for the leader of the church. And we hear that the apostle John, he's referenced uh, as the other disciple whom Jesus loved, that he ran ahead, To the tomb, and he got there before Peter. And when he got there, he bent down and he peeked inside, but he didn't go in. He waited until Peter arrived and allowed Peter to enter first, and then John followed Peter into the tomb. So Saint John, who wrote the gospel, he likely included this detail for several reasons, and one seems to be obvious: is was to demonstrate the leadership authority that Saint Peter had at that time. And we go on and we hear that, you know, Jesus commissioned St. Peter with the responsibility of guarding and teaching the truth. This commission has been passed down from Peter to the successing popes to this very day. And the church has always held the dogma of the resurrection as a key element of Christianity. Without the resurrection, we're left with a very sad story about an interesting and extraordinary man who lived a confused life and was put to death for preaching heresy. But in light of the gospel, the truth of the resurrection, that story is completely changed. In light of the resurrection, we see that Jesus is not simply an extraordinary man. He is the only begotten Son of God. And we see that Jesus did not only touch the hearts of people, he transformed them. And Jesus did not just live a good life. He is the source of life. And we see that his death on the cross was not the end, but it was just the beginning,
0: yeah. and And I will say these last lines here give me hope because you write about or talk about peter and and John, these apostles that saw amazing things, they saw and they believed, but it ends here, for they did not yet understand the scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. And that gives me that gives me some hope because oftentimes our belief, our understanding, and trust often come in stages. So I ask as we close today, you know, what is that thing that you're struggling with? Reach out and hope. Reach out to the catechism, the scripture, your local priest. Go ahead and take that little, that little leap of faith. Understand what the church teaches and why. And in, in my experience, it's always been, ah, now this makes sense. I can come and grasp this and I believe this. So let us indeed preach the gospel in word and in action. Let's roll away the stone and see the glory of God. Hallelujah. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend.